You may be seated. Thank you all. Nice to see more of us in church on Saturday. How many of you believe in the Sabbath here? <laughs> Amen. But you know, every day is a Sabbath. Amen. And you have to maintain that every day. Hallelujah. You rest in the finished work of Jesus. That's your Sabbath. Amen. So we have moved from Sunday to Saturday. Maybe we'll go to Friday, then we'll go to Thursday. Who knows what will happen? Praise God. But um, I know it's not easy because people have their own plans and schedules. So, um, you know, we don't know. We really don't know whether we will have Sunday or not because of all these uh, restrictions. But I guess as the months pass, it will change. Amen. Although they say China has released another new, uh, <laughs> another new one. So we are not strangers to all these things. It's in the Bible. One after the other they will come. But you don't have to be worried. Amen? Because God has put a bubble around you in Christ. Hallelujah. So whatever is out there, He knows you can handle it. That's why you're still here. When it becomes too much, He'll take you out of here. Amen? So if you are still here, know you can handle it. That's all. Amen? If it's too much, He'll take you out of here. It's that simple. He has paid for you. You don't have to worry. No matter what's coming next and next and next, it doesn't matter. Jesus is bigger and we will try to be in fellowship somehow or another. Amen? I know we are fellowship starved, but then it's okay. Because sometimes when things are not available easily, then you understand the value. Amen? Otherwise, you know, it's like big deal. Who wants to go to church, you know? But now you feel, ah, I miss church. Praise God. I hope you will still miss church next Saturday and next Saturday and next Saturday and every Saturday. Amen? I would love to see you here every Saturday, but the choice is yours. Amen? That choice I cannot force, but, you know, we, we would like to see you, we love to see you, and, um, you know, all of that stuff, praise God, that goes with church. Today we have Brother John helping us with the translation, praise God, but um, I'm sure you're getting used to the English language. Aren't you glad for English language? Somebody may say, you know, the, the Sahib came and he took our land and forced us to learn his language. Anyhow you look at it, you know, Alexander did the same thing. Alexander forced the Greek language on the whole world, and so the Bible could be understood by all the world. God uses all these things. Amen? So, here we are today. Praise God. Fortunately, I'm not the preacher. Praise God. Our dear brother, Joji, is the preacher. So, welcome him over. Praise God. Hallelujah. And he's... He's a great guy and he has been there with us all these years and he's been a blessing and uh, it's nice to see how God is using him and how growth is taking place in all areas of his life. Amen? Praise God. You saw his pretty wife in the praise and worship and his pretty children there. Praise God. And so we're going to enjoy. Have fun. Thank you so much. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Pastor. It's a privilege and honor for me to be here. 
Amen. Uh, you know, it's, it's a lot to deal with when you stand here, especially. Because uh, this is where you grew up. This is where the foundations of faith and everything that you, that you believe on right now has been deposited inside you. And this is what made you. So, you stand here with trembling feet. And especially right now, because the last time I spoke, stood here and spoke, from the next day it was a lockdown. So you know what all you have to deal with. Your thoughts come. <laughs> hallelujah. But, hallelujah, it is good to be here. God is good. And we are in the right timing, in the perfect timing of God. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Let's just... Let's just lift up our hands and let's just worship God for a moment. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your presence here. Lord, we receive from you, Lord. We are here to receive from you. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. We submit to your leadership. We submit to your utterances. Jesus is magnified in this place. Oh, we worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Ha ha. Woo! I'm excited. Hallelujah. God is so good. God is so good. This year has been interesting. This year has been a year of growth. I mean, I can truly testify that this year has been a year of growth. I mean, we've expanded in areas where we thought we will just stay put and stuff like that. Just look around you. Just look around you. You see the camera there. You see all the equipments. I mean, we, I mean, in the beginning of the year, we never thought we'll be going online and things like that. And then the technologies and stuff. But we've grown. We have grown. Hallelujah. We have expanded. We are reaching out to people whom we could not reach before. We are touching the lives of people far away. Hallelujah. Yes, it's true that some of our folks are back home, locked down. But then they're also getting the message. Hallelujah. Our expansion, our growth is touching people's lives and it is blessing them. Hallelujah. We are hearing testimonies of people. We are getting reports. I mean, just look through the, the, the chat section on our, on our Sunday services, YouTube. You'll see people are getting blessed. People, you may not even know them when you read their names. Hallelujah. But it's good. It's good. And it is, the, that's why I said we are in the right time, right season, a generation that can touch people far away. Hallelujah. Woo, I'm excited. How many of you were here last Sunday? Yeah. You heard the message, Pastor Anup was talking about. Hallelujah. And it is the right message for the season. We, women, he was talking about faith, resting in the finished work of Christ. We're going to continue on that line again today, especially on faith. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 6. We, that's our most famous scripture, especially in this church. It's a scripture that, that, that brought me to where I am today. It's the first place where I actually heard it being taught. Hallelujah. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that comes to God must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of, who, of those who diligently seek Him. Hallelujah. Can we hear that in Canada, brother? Nambike illade, devarunnu yaro mitchisalagodilla. 
ದೇವರ ಬಳಿಗೆ ಬರುವ ಯಾರೇ ಆಗಲಿ ದೇವರು ಇದ್ದಾನೆಂತಲೂ ಆತನನ್ನು ಮನಪೂರ್ವಕವಾಗಿ ಹುಡುಕುವ ಜನರಿಗೆ ಆತನು ಪ್ರತಿಫಲವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುತ್ತಾನಂತಲೂ ನಂಬಬೇಕು all his works from the beginning of time i mean he was there before time everything that he did is an action of faith and he created us in his image and we are supposed to follow his steps hallelujah we are we are created beings in the likeness of a faith god hallelujah in his likeness and that's exactly how our dna is built to function in faith in faith that's why scripture says if whatever you do which is not in faith is sin actually sin means an offense that means when you do something that is not in faith trusting him backed up by his word it's sin it's an offense to him hallelujah how many of you know that his word is his will the word of god is the will of god and how does faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of god hallelujah so anything that you are doing should have a word backing it up hallelujah and when you when you spend time on the word of god when you meditate on the word of god it will actually start affecting every area of your life every area of your life and that will and your actions will turn out to be an action of faith it will be it's it's like what the scripture says it's the work of faith that's why we pray that prayer in in second thessalonians that your work of faith will be with power hallelujah so work of faith work of faith that's why scripture says at least four times once in the old and three times in the new testament says the just or the justified the righteous shall live by faith the word live in the new testament the greek word used is zoe or the justified should live a life which should manifest the life of god by faith the justified people should manifest the life of god in every area of their living by faith hallelujah how many justified people here yeah justified means just as if you have done nothing wrong you are declared righteous in the sight of god that's why when I mean, pastor chitra said you should know that you are seated at the right hand of god the father you are not far from him you are not under his feet you are at his right hand in christ hallelujah you are right with him that's why you are at his right hand hallelujah so he doesn't have to look further to see to see you he just have to turn hey buddy how are you you're right with him you can look him face to face fellowship with him have a relationship with him woo think about it we are not far from him we are close to him he said nothing can separate you from his love nothing absolutely nothing nothing in all creation 
can separate you from His love. That's how close you are. So He made sure you are seated at the closest position to Him. Hallelujah. And we operate from that level. That is a seat of faith. How many of you believe that? That's a seat of faith. You are seated. You did not see it with your eyes. You did not touch that place, but you are seated. It's a seat of faith. You are seated at the right hand of God the Father in Christ, far above all principality, power, might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That's where we are seated. Raised up and seated with Him. It's a seat of faith. Hallelujah. Need to have an understanding of this and it should be a reality for us so that we can live that life that God expects of us, especially in this time. Especially in this season. Hallelujah. We, we enter this year with the word. Hallelujah. The year of clear vision. You ask me, but did you see the lockdown coming? Ah, we covered that. We covered that. The printouts are there. It is still, it is still working. Amen. We saw that. We said 2020, it's a year, a time to remember, imagine and decree. Amen. Hallelujah. You remember that? Hallelujah. It's a time to remember. Lamentations 3.21 said, I call to my mind, therefore I have hope. You have to recall. Only then you will have a confident expectation of what this year will produce for you. Hallelujah. And what do you do with that? That's what Hebrews 11 verse 3 says. It is talking about the patriarchs. What, what, I mean, the, the hall of fame of faith. Let's read that. Hebrews 11 3. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Here the, wor the word worlds is talking about time period. It's not this physical earth. It is the Greek word ion which means time or the ages. Were framed. That means were changed and fashioned. How? By the word of God. It is the word rhema. That means those people in Hebrews 11 you see a lot of people's name. From the Old Testament. What did they do? All of them. In their situation. They received a word from God. And they ran with it. They got a word for that season. And they ran with it. That's why we, we, we read about them today. If they failed. We wouldn't be reading about them. Hallelujah. They got a word from the Lord. For their season. They stuck to the plan. That's what Hebrews 11.1 1 says. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The word substance means stand your ground. Hypostasis. Hypo means the stand, to stand. Hallelujah. Hypostasis. Stasis, stasis means stand. Hallelujah. That means those people, they received a word from the Lord and they stood their ground. Said, so this is what God said and this is going to happen. This is going to happen. We received a word from the Lord for 2020. 
And we need to stand on that word. Man, that word's been producing. It's been producing. Hallelujah. Can anybody here say that you suffered a great loss this year? Can anyone? No. From all what we've heard of all your stories, you've all increased. That's a good testimony. I mean, we've really increased. I mean, for the sake of IT filing, I was looking through our, our, uh, our finances, our bank account and stuff like that. And I saw that we have actually increased at least by close to 3 lakhs more than what we made last year compared to last year. I mean, during the lockdown. God is so good. You stick to the word, it will produce. It will produce. I mean, I was shocked. I'm like, wow, we actually increased during the lockdown. Simply compared last year's bank statement and this year's bank statement, I'm like, wow, this is good. This is good. It's producing. Hallelujah. It says 2020, a year of dependency on His great, everlasting, and ever-enduring mercy. Woo! The mercy of God. Lord, thank you for your mercy. Your mercy kept us. Your mercy preserved us. Your mercy increased us. His mercy endures forever. Endure means no matter what you throw at it, it will still be there. I mean, for all those software engineers and testing engineers, you know what an endurance test is. I mean, you put the stuff through the works. And if it survives, you pass it. The QC sign is sealed on it. His mercy endures forever. No matter what 2020 throws at us, His mercy endures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We saw 2020 is a time for exploits. A time to receive your inheritances in the light. When we are receiving our inheritances, we are not backing down. We are not backing down. We are running with this. Hebrews 11, 1 is working for us. It's the evidence. We did not see these things in the beginning, but it's the evidence. Hallelujah. Are you getting this? This is important. Those people were an example for us. They did something with the word that they received. So if you read Hebrews 11, it is a book of action. It's a chapter full of actions. Just like the Acts of the Apostles. This is the Acts of all the Old Testament saints. Hebrews 11. What Abraham did. What Isaac did. What, what uh, Moses did. All those characters. What Noah did. They received the word. And they changed their season with the word. Hallelujah. It's, I also like to call it the book of works. Shows us the works that they did. How they received the word, how they acted on the word. And it changed the season, the time period. And it's affected the generations to come. Hallelujah. Now why, does, why do we even have to seek the Lord in the beginning of the year and the beginning of every month? Why? Don't we have anything else to do? Uh -uh. We receive a word. We receive a word for the time, for the season. Why? Because that word is going to sustain us. 
Many, we're not simply gathering here for fasting and praying because we don't have anything else to do. So, okay, okay, first Saturday, nothing else planned. So, let's just gather together and just fast and pray and then feast. No, no, we are here seeking. And what, what, what do those people who diligently seek Him get? A reward. You get a reward. Hallelujah. So we are seeking Him. And the rewards are coming. The pockets are getting filled. The house is getting filled. The accounts are getting filled. Hallelujah. It's coming. See, the Bible is a very practical book. And faith is practical. It is not something that you don't, that, uh, that is just a hypothetical thing. It is, a re- it is real. It is real. Everything that you see around you is created by faith. So faith is real. Hallelujah. It is real and it works. Oh, I'm excited about this. Hallelujah. Let's go to Hebrews 11. There is a particular character there that I like the most. It's Enoch. Enoch. The first time I, I heard that, that name was when Pastor talked about a guy who, who influenced him. <laughs> right. All right, Enoch. What kind of name is that? Because I, I hadn't read the Bible. <laughs> so I read and saw, okay, it's a Christian name. There's something special about this guy that they quote Jesus talked about him and then his name is written in this chapter, especially in this Hall of Fame. Let's read Hebrews 11.5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he, could, he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Hallelujah. By faith, Enoch was translated. I'll read the Amplified here. It says, because of faith, Enoch was caught up and transferred to heaven so that he did not have a glimpse of death and he was not found because God had translated him. For even before he was taken to heaven, he received testimony still on record that he had pleased and been satisfactory to God. Brother, let's hear that in Kannada. Anokono Savano Anibavisade, E. Lokadinda, Melokoke, Uyel Patano. Pavitra Gantavo Heduante, Avana Voyal Pat of the Kinta, Modalo Devrige, Nijavagio, Michiki Agidanu, Taruvaya, Janarige, Avana Sikaleila, Avana Nambike, Desainda, Deur Avanano, Tano Dirolo, Kondoidano. Hallelujah. Says by faith Enoch was translated. Says he was caught up and transferred to heaven. Wow. I mean, that's the first person since Adam who was caught up and taken to heaven. It says, before that, he had the testimony that he pleased God. I mean, in that fallen state, they were not born again. Their spirits were separate from God. They did not have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. In that fallen state, he pleased God so much. How? By faith. By faith. Fallen nature, flesh-dominating nature, no Holy Spirit, but still he pleased God. I mean, it intrigued me. 
I'm like, wow, this guy, this, I mean, he should, be, he should have done something. So I look back, went to the book of Genesis. And it is written about him in Genesis 5. It starts with, the, with the, all the guys from Adam. It gives all the genealogies. And in verse 21, it says, And Enoch lived 65 years and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were 365 days. Three years, sorry, 365 years. Like, it says, he lived for 65 years and then had his first son, Methuselah. And then it says, after that, he walked with God. Look at that. Verse 22 says, Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah. 300 years. That means for 300 years, Every day he walked with God. And the result was increase. He had sons and daughters. Walked with God. And the Hebrew word used there, it actually means to walk in pace with God. Side by side. And to have a conversant walk. That means you're talking and walking side by side. That's the meaning of that word. I'm like, wow. That means everything he did, he was like talking to God. All right, Daddy. What do you think about this? Huh? Should I have some more? <laughs> Should I fill this room? Should I give her the trouble? <laughs> you seeing this? He walked with God. And that was a walk of faith. And it required some action. It said, it actually means to walk in pace and to have a conversant walk. I mean, he's constantly talking. Everything he's doing, he's checking with God. Everything he's asking God's opinion. For 300 years. Some of us are barely 30. I mean, after you got born again. Just imagine for 300 years, by faith, and he pleased God. By, that, by the end of that 300 years, he was like, God was like, man, you've pleased me enough. Just come over. Just come over. I'm so pleased with you. I, I don't want to wait till Jesus comes and pays the price. You just come over. In that fallen state, imagine how much more he should be pleased with us. Huh? Recreated beings, recreated in the spirit by the incorruptible seed of God's word, Recreated in His image, with the Spirit of God dwelling in us, with the Word of God that those guys did not have. We have this. How much more should we be pleasing Him? There is a great demand upon us. It's laid upon us. There is a great responsibility laid upon us to please God. Hallelujah. Imagine Enoch. I mean, when I looked up the, the time frame of their lives, I saw that Adam was alive when Enoch was there. For the first 300 years, approximately till he was 300 years, Adam was alive. Adam died when Enoch was about 300 years old. 
Nobody else before Enoch had the testimony that they pleased God. So how did this guy come to know about God? From Adam. He would have gone to great granddaddy said, tell me about God. I heard that you walked with him. That God came in the cool of the day and walked with you. Talked with you. That he brought all the animals to you and you actually named them? Tell me about it. So grandpa would sit with him and talk to him. The first 65 years of his life, probably he would have stayed with Adam and heard him. And that would have, what, did, what, what would that do to a person? Build faith. Whom did he hear about? God. He heard what God spoke to him. Spoke, what he, uh, Adam would have told him, God bless us. He said, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion. He would have heard all those things. Next day he'll come. Can you say that again? Can you just tell me, what, tell me that again? For 60 years approximately, at least, he would have disturbed his grandpa. I mean, this is my imagination. Hallelujah. And he would have heard these things. And by the time Methuselah was born, he said, enough. I'm going to walk with God. Enough of hearing of somebody else's testimony. I'm going to walk with God. Hallelujah. So he just decided. Started asking, God, I know you're here. Howdy. He started talking with God. Conversing with God. Discussing about creation with God. Wow, tell me about these, these stars. Tell me about this lake. Tell me about the fishes that you brought to Adam. I'm sure you know more about them than Adam. He would have talked. And that, that conversation, that lifestyle pleased God. It was a walk of faith. It was a walk that was blessed, that was dominating. I mean, everything that the blessing that God put upon Adam was manifested in that walk. Can you imagine that? What did God do to Adam? He blessed them. He said, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. That was the blessing. Why did God bless him? Because God loved him. God loved mankind. And God wanted man to show his nature, God's nature on the earth. Now this guy, in spite of the fallen nature, in spite of all that Adam did, this guy decided, alright, no harm in trying. No harm in believing. They all messed up, but I get another chance today. And he decided to walk it out. And it pleased God the Father. Hallelujah. How many of you just know? Married people. Married people. Just to continue, maintain that relationship with your spouse. How important it is to talk with them. <laughs> yes or no? How important it is to agree with them. I mean, my wife sometimes says, You can live alone. <laughs> You will be lost in your own world, in your tech stuff. You, I, sometimes it looks like you can live alone. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. you can see the, 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 the ambulance signs. <laughs> like, alright, <clears throat> time to adjust, change gears. 
Scripture said, how can two walk together unless they agree? Obviously, what I was doing is not compliant and agreeing with her. For a time, she may adjust, but then after some time, hello. <laughs> Are you getting this? I mean, we talk practical stuff. Hallelujah. So that's the kind of relationship Enoch had to develop with God the Father. And it required work. It required that he had to act upon certain things. He had to make changes in his life. Hallelujah. Just like you have to <coughs> adjust certain things when you find that there is no compliance between you and your wife. What you do may not be totally in agreement with your spouse. All right, man, I would like to continue like this in this mode, but then <laughs> I can stay the whole day stuck in front of this laptop, but then <laughs> you're getting this. You need to make a lot of changes because it's a faith walk. It's a faith walk. Sometimes our flesh gets adjusted to certain things to be done a certain way that we would prefer that it continues like that for a longer period. Hallelujah. But the things of the Spirit, the things of God are higher than that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let's go to um, Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. Let's read verse 17. Matthew chapter 3 verse 17. And lo, a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Look at that. Who is talking here? God the Father. About whom is he speaking? Jesus. He's, God is saying, I am pleased. I am well pleased about my son. What pleases God? Faith. Hallelujah. Right after his baptism. That means Jesus taking the baptism was God's will. It pleased him. Everything Jesus did was an action of faith. That even Peter documented this in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 17. He said, For he received from God the Father honor and glory... When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Look at that. It says, he received, that is Jesus. What did he receive? He received from God the Father honor and glory. Where there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. Look at that. From the excellent glory. What is the excellent glory? That is God's, God's glory. The Father's glory. From the Father's excellent glory, He received honor and glory. Why? Because He pleased Him. He pleased Him. He pleased God the Father. And today, as He is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. So you can put your name in there. You can put your name there and say, I receive from God the Father honor and glory from Him, from the excellent glory 
He will talk about me and say, this is my beloved son, Joji, in whom I am well pleased. Hallelujah. When I enter heaven, they'll be like, welcome, well done, you good and faithful servant. I'm pleased with you. Hallelujah. Why? Because you had a walk of faith. Hallelujah. You lived a life manifesting the faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Brother, can we read this in Canada? 2 Peter 1.17. Sorry, I, I missed you. Ekendre, Ethan, Priyanagirwa, Nanna Maganu, Ethan, Nanu, Nanu, Mechidene, Yemba, Waniyo, Mahonathanada, Mahime, Inda, Athanige, Untaadudirali, Athanu, Tandayada, Devur, Inda, Gauravannu, Mahime, Annu, Hundidan, Nalave. Hallelujah. So this should be our story. See, all these things are written for our example, for instructions. Hallelujah. So this is our story. Because as He is, so are we right now on this earth. God should be proudly looking at us and saying, this is my son. I'm well pleased with him. He walks with me. He keeps in pace with me. He has a conversant walk with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus pleased God the Father. How did He please Him? By faith. And how does faith come? By hearing and hearing. Let's see how Jesus did this. Uh, let's go to John chapter 5. Or, uh, yeah, verse 30. John chapter 5 verse 30 says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. My judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Who said this? Jesus said it. He said, I've left my own thinking way out there, but I hear. Whom does he hear? The Father. And when he hears, he judges. Oh, this is my Father speaking. This is not the other thing speaking. This is not Peter speaking. This does not come from uh, Judas's idea. This No, this is my Father speaking. He judged it right. Hallelujah. And then what did he do? He did it. The Gospels are... I mean, it, it's a book of action. All that Jesus did... He did not simply sit there. Okay, I heard the Father. The Father is pleased with me. No. He started his ministry in Galilee. And then he went to all the towns and villages. Teaching, preaching and healing. Whose will was that? God the Father. He did not sit idle. And because he obeyed, his life manifested the works of faith with power. With power. Hallelujah. And that should be our story. That should be our story. John chapter 8 verse 38. Jesus said, I speak that which I have seen with my father. That means every word that he spoke, he made sure it came from the father. He did not simply talk jive. He did not say and follow the trend of the world. He did not open WhatsApp and read out what WhatsApp said. 
No. He heard from the Father. He, he had communication with the Father. It was a direct connection. Hallelujah. There were no ISPs blocking him. He had a direct connection. And he received information and he spoke what he received from the Father. He heard it and he spoke in faith. And he got what he said. That's why in Mark 11, he told us, verse 22, he said, have God's faith. Have the faith of God. And he explained how it worked. That you believe and you speak that whatever you say will happen, you will have what you say. That's the faith of God. That's, a, that's the faith of the Son of God. And that's the same faith that we have right now. And this is how it operates. And it is not something that you do just when you come to church. This is a lifestyle. Hallelujah. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, John 5, please. Verse 30. Nanastake nane yenu madalaranu, Tandi heli dano nana keli, Nyaya tirisutene, Matu swanta chitta, neravera bekendo, apexisade, Nanana kaloisuda chitta neravera bekendo, Nano bayasudarinda, Nano madua tirpu, Nyaya wagide. We'll read John eight thirty eight also, brother. Nano tande balili, nodi the name matanartene, Niu tande in the keli the name madiri and the no. Hallelujah. Let's go to John chapter 14. Sorry, John chapter 10, verse 15. John chapter 10, verse 15. Said, As the Father knows me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I mean, that's a bold statement. For someone who lived under the old covenant, Jesus lived under the old covenant. Hallelujah. For someone to boldly say, the father knows me, I know the father. I mean, that's a, that's a big statement at that time. That's a big statement. That knowing is how a husband knows his wife, intimate relationship. He said, I know my father. My father knows me. How can someone say that? Unless they have a very close relationship. Unless they walk together so much that they know each other's thoughts. I mean, if you're married for some time, the wife knows what the husband is thinking most of the time. Just looking at the face. Or just the description of a situation, she'll say, Did he say this? <laughs> uh -huh. did, he, did he do that? I know! <laughs> Hallelujah. How? How is that possible? Because they live together. They have a relationship. They spend time with each other. They know how each other thinks. Hallelujah. That's the same kind of relationship that Jesus had with the Father. So he said, My Father knows me. And I know my Father. And I know it's His will that I lay down my life for the sheep. So I willingly lay down my life for the sheep. Hallelujah. His thinking 
were so closely knit with God's thinking that they were literally alike. Every thought of the father came to him. He knew this is how my father thinks. This is what he wants. Hallelujah. And he walked it out. He did not simply stay. He walked it out. He said, look at that. Let's put that scripture again. Let's put that up. He said, and I lay down my life for the sheep. See, that's an action there. That's an action there. He knew what the father wanted and he decided to act on it. I willingly lay down my life for the sheep. Hallelujah. That's how much it affected him. That all the father's thought resulted in an action from Jesus' side. That when Jesus looked at the people, he had compassion on them. Where did that compassion come from? From the father. Hallelujah. The father saw them like sheep without a shepherd. So he felt them. He saw them like sheep without a shepherd. Woo. He's so good. He's so good. I can't imagine a life without Jesus. I can't imagine a life. Man, those things, the life that you lived before has, been, has become so far away that it, sometimes it looks like a dream. Some of the things that you did before, like, man, I can't believe I did that. Certain times, I mean, just two days back, uh, not two days back, yesterday, we got the news, uh, I got the WhatsApp that S.P. Balasubramaniam passed away. And uh, they played a song, that it was a video, and one of his songs were played. And as, as the song plays, suddenly you're transported to a <laughs> different time zone, you're transported to a different place, and suddenly you see those things, man, that room, oh, that table was here, this was on that room, <laughs> on the table, oh, I opened the door, oh, yo, <laughs> it's like, man, I can't believe these things happen. <laughs> Just yesterday. Hallelujah. So I'm so grateful that he willingly laid down his life. So I can enjoy a different life. Hallelujah. My goodness. It's been so good. I'm so glad I chose Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo! God is so good. Jesus knew him. That's why Paul said in Philippians 3, he said that I might know him. Verse 10, Philippians 3 verse 10. I might know him and the power of his resurrection. I might know him and the power of his resurrection. That was Paul's endeavor. I want to know him. I want to know him. I want to know what he's thinking right now. I want to know. Hallelujah. That's why we have the, uh, the book of Acts. That's why we have the epistles. Because Paul endeavored to know him. Imagine if Paul had just gone, ah, cushy, cushy. You wouldn't have the Bible with you today. All that he endured, he was looking for this. Being made conformable to his death. 
I'm excited that he did it. It's a book of faith, it's a life of faith. Hallelujah. Let's go to James chapter 1. Yes, Philippians 3.10, brother. ಆತನನ್ನು ಆತನ ಪುನರುತ್ಥಾನದಲ್ಲಿರುವ ಶಕ್ತಿಯನ್ನು ಆತನ ಬಾಧೆಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಪಾಲುಗಾರನಾಗಿರುವೆ ಪದವಿಯನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದುಕೊಂಡು ಆತನ ಮರಣದ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಆತನಂತೆ ರೂಪಾಂತರಗೊಳ್ಳಬೇಕೆಂದು ನನ್ನ ಬಯಕೆಯಾಗಿದೆ lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls hallelujah i like this it says lay apart it's the same word that we saw in the previous scripture where jesus said i lay down my life said i lay down So here it says lay apart that means willingly push it away. Jesus said my life the life that I want to live my way I lay it down. Here it says lay apart that means you lay down what all filthiness. Filthiness that means all kinds of dirty stuff. And then it says and superfluity of naughtiness. Superfluity simply means an overflow just like a river overflows its banks it's like overflow of naughtiness that means crookedness <laughs> and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul receive is an action from your part first you lay apart something and then you receive You can't receive this unless you lay apart certain things. Hallelujah. Say so receive with meekness. Meekness simply means teachable. That means you have your own idea of doing certain things, but then you respect the other person so much that you put down your thinking and receive. Uh, it's a good example. When we were building this this shed, we did Anucha uh me uh, uncle jagdish we were discussing things so each one has their own idea of how it should be so <laughs> we discussed finally in spite of what we think we decided we laid all apart and received what the idea uncle jagdish had we had to decide all right okay that is better that is better this is the right way to do you getting this so that is meekness to be teachable to to lay apart all your own ideas and receive what the engrafted word that's an interesting word to engraft something means originally it was not there now you're putting something there it's like an organ transplant see when you when you transplant an organ the body which is receiving the new organ is not quite ready to receive it it will reject that organ for example you transplant a heart your body will identify that new heart as a foreign object and it will try its best to put that away so what needs to be done some action needs to be taken to make sure 
that that heart, that new heart is accepted by the body. You're seeing this. So some work has to be done. Hallelujah. Your body has to be prepped and primed and some, some uh, medicines have to flow through so that the body will accept the new organ. It's the same thing with the word. Our natural mind, our fallen nature does not like the word. Does not like the higher standards of the word. Because it's like, ah, man, this is too much. Who can live like that? Who can live like that? See, after I got born again, uh, you see, I come from a traditional Achayan Malayali family. And we have some good traditions. A whole lot of traditions that after you got born again, you started knowing the word, you started questioning them. He said, I can't do this. It's like, why can't you do this? We've been doing that. You think you're better? I said, well, the word does not say. Ah, what about the word? Who can live, follow everything that's written in the word? Ah. <laughs> ah, that's the problem. See, it's an engrafted word. It takes some time to adjust. There's some prepping and priming that you have to do before that, that word is accepted. Hallelujah. So it takes some time. You put it in, you put it in, you put it in, you rub it in, just like you rub the masala on a meat before you, before you barbecue it. We like barbecue, so we've done it. So some, the, the salt, pepper, the garlic powder, those things have to be rubbed onto the meat before you grill it. <laughs> Hallelujah. The same way, the, the word has to be engrafted. You have to rub it in. Take some time. And then what happens? It is able to save your soul. The soul refers to your mind, your thinking. Your mind. Because your mind controls every action that you do. It's your mind. Whatever action your body does is controlled by the control center here called the mind. And when it is affected by the word, the body does the right thing. Hallelujah. Otherwise, the devil messes around with it. And without struggle, the weeds come in. Last week we saw, Anupta was teaching about Mark chapter 4. Where the thorns, all those things, they come in. What do they do? They choke the word. A good example is to look outside. You see the grass. Last week you saw the grass. It's, some places it's as tall as this. How did those weeds come up? Very simple. You do nothing, they come up. <laughs> you do nothing, they come up. It's all around. When you don't act on it, those things will come up. It's the same way your mind works. If you don't work on it to keep it clean, the weeds will start growing. One day you'll find, are they so tall? How did I end up here? It's like that. For four months we didn't do anything. It's like, wow, it's a jungle out here, man. The snakes are all around. It's the same with your thinking. Just don't do anything. Sit. And the world will start depositing things here. Facebook, WhatsApp. And before you realize it, like, hey, what's happened? Where am I? That's why you receive a word for the season. 
That's why we received the word in the beginning of the year. That's why we send you the word in the beginning of the month. Why? Because we know the weeds are there. They try to come up. They try to creep up. So you need to run your race. We need to finish 2020 in glory. Hallelujah. If you don't do anything about it, well, done. (laughs) He survived till 2020, but by the end of 2020, done. (laughs) Hallelujah. So what do you do? Work. What's the work? Let's look at this. Let's continue. Let's read verse 21 in Kannada, brother. ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ಎಲ್ಲ ನೀಚತನವನ್ನು ದುಷ್ಟತನವನ್ನು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಜೀವನದಿಂದ ದೂರ ತಳ್ಳಿರಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಹೃದಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಬೇರೂರಿರುವ ದೇವರ ವಾಕ್ಯವನ್ನು ದೀನತೆಯಿಂದ ಒಪ್ಪಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ ಅದು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಆತ್ಮಗಳನ್ನು ರಕ್ಷಿಸುತ್ತದೆ That word hearers means someone who hears something for entertainment. You don't want to do anything about it, it's just entertainment. Just like Netflix, Amazon Prime, Z Cinema, you just watch it for entertainment and it just comes, then it goes, and you forget about it. Unless you are kids, of course, they remember every single dialogue. <laughs> You're surprised. Man, how do you know this? Because they heard and heard and heard. They watched it over and over again. They know the lyrics by heart. I'm like, what song is this? Like, the great, what was the name of the show? The Greatest Showman. I'm like, what movie is that? <laughs> they know line by line, precept by precept, by heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that's... The, the category of the people called the hearers. They just come to church for entertainment. They come, they hear. Like, alright, good sermon. Ah, what he said there, I didn't like it. <laughs> they criticize the, the message that was spoken. And then they go about their own way. But Bible says, don't be a hearer, but be a doer. That word doer is the word poema or poet, poetess. Which means to be poetic about it. To be creative about it. Be creative about the word that you hear. Try to be creative in applying the word in your life. See how you can do it. And then what happens? If you don't do it, you are deceiving yourselves. You think, ah, everything is cushy, cushy, everything will be alright. Then suddenly, knock, knock. <laughs> We are from Atma Nirban. <laughs> somebody was, we heard somebody coughing here. <laughs> so we have come. <laughs> Open your mouth, your nose. <laughs> you thought everything was fine, but still, you were deceiving yourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's continue. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 20. Brother, let's read that. Devara Vakyavanu Kevala Kyodavaragitare Adanu Kare Rupake Tiniri. 
ಇಲ್ಲವಾದರೆ ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ನೀವೇ ಮೋಸಗೊಳಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುರಿ ಮೋಸಗೊಳಿಸು ಮೋಸಗೊಳಿಸು If somebody says your buckle is out what buckle am i even wearing a belt that's what it's talking about you forget because you just looked at it so why to please somebody all right i look good now my boss is please finish over kairing gari hallelujah you're deceiving yourselves but then the next verse says verse 25 but whoever looks into the perfect law of liberty i like that the perfect law of liberty hallelujah the law perfect that means it's complete finished law that is a rule of liberty that means complete freedom nothing holding you back last week anukta was saying about the law of spirit of life has set us completely free from the law of sin and death the law of spirit and of life in Christ Jesus it's a higher law it's like in a plane all everything that you see around us is subject to gravity it keeps you down but then there is a higher law called the law of lift it is the law of lift that causes the plane to rise up they are both lost they are both there but one is a higher law that raises things up the other puts you down hallelujah it's the law of spirit of life in christ jesus and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is liberty it's called the law of liberty that sets you free what happens and continues therein You don't just look at that and say oh kolal nice and you go you continue looking you continue there continue there said and being not a forgetful hearer forgetful means negligent you don't neglect what you heard you don't neglect that sheet of paper said ah oh, at the end of the year just for tradition we gathered pastor said something we gathered together we had a meal then you forgot about it you forgot about it what happens it says but a doer of this work this man shall be blessed in his deed you continue in it and you do it see there are two different things as you continue to look at the word that's a continuous process and then you do it you do it continuing to look at the word again not forgetting what you heard when you do that you are blessed blessed 
in your deeds. The word deed means your performance. It's the same word they use uh, in, in your companies, IT companies, in your, uh, where, they, where they analyze your performance, yearly performance. It says you will be blessed in your performance. In your obeying of the word, you will be blessed in your performance. You will be increased, you will prosper, you will multiply in your performance. When you make sure you do the word. Hallelujah. You're not a forgetful hearer. That's why we keep the printouts there. I would encourage you, take these printouts. Take a look at it. The year is not yet over. The year is not yet over. We have another three months. Hallelujah. This is still valid. It has kept us till today. It kept us through the lockdown. It kept us, it encouraged us, it built us up. And you are seeing the results here. I'm, physically, I am the strongest I have been ever. Our relationship is good. Hallelujah. Our children are doing good. We are, I mean, we are not empty. We are doing good. We have increased. It kept us. It kept us. Be a doer of this word. Hallelujah. Let's continue. It's our time almost up. Hallelujah. Let's go to James chapter 2. Verse 14. What does it profit, my brethren, though a man say that he has faith and has not works, can faith save him? It's an interesting question. If you just simply take the last part, can faith save someone? You heard only that. What will your answer be? Yes, you're saved by faith. Through grace. Grace means you received something that you did not deserve. Why? Because somebody did the work. Somebody did the work. That's why you are saved by, by faith. Hallelujah. Saved by grace through faith. Sorry. Hallelujah. Can it profit you? If you say you have faith and no work. That's why the next verse says, Faith, if it has no works, is dead being alone. I mean, it's interesting that this portion, the next verse please. Faith, if it has not works, is dead being alone. In that same chapter, three times this is repeated. Three times. That is verse uh, 17, then verse 20, and verse 26. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. If something is repeated twice, it's important. Three times, that too in the same chapter, whoa, that's something that you have to fixate your gaze upon. Brother, can you read that please? Atma villada deho sattadagiruda prakarave kriyagalilade nambikeo sattadagide. Hallelujah. 
Can you read verse 20 and 17 also? Hallelujah. Faith without works is dead. It compares it to a body without the spirit. It says the body separated from the spirit is dead. Is dead. That means there is absolutely no life in it. It is completely useless. Yes, the body is there. You can see the body. Looks good. There's powder on the face. There's makeup. There's suit. He's wearing suit. Everything. But the spirit is not there. So literally that body is useless. Yes or no? Same way. It's the same comparison. Faith. You have the faith. Where is the faith? In you. Whose faith is it? The faith of the son of God. The God kind of faith. You have it. You don't lack faith. But that faith without works is absolutely useless. Works means corresponding action. Actions that correspond to what you believe. If you are not acting on what you believe, you can have all the faith. In fact, you already have God's faith inside you. But it is useless. It is dead. There's nothing for you to boast about. You can say, oh, I have the faith of the Son of God. You don't know who I am. I'm born again. But what are you doing? What are you doing? When you get SMS from Apta Mitra, what are you doing? When you get the SMS about COVID-19, what are you doing? And the new thing, what is it called? Bacillus, bacteria, something like that. That makes you impotent. That's a new, new release. I'm like, man, we certainly are in the last days. They really don't want you to flourish. They really don't want you to multiply. Be fruitful. It makes you impotent, it seems. I'm like, man, this is crazy. What do you do? You say, ha, 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 I'm blessed. I'm blessed with every blessing in heavenly places. I will flourish. And then I will prosper. I'll stay healed. What do you do? You start giving some more. Hallelujah. You act on that faith. If you don't act on it, you are definitely acting on something else. Either you act on the word or you are acting on something else. There is no in-between ground. There is no in-between ground. Either you are acting on the word or you are acting on something else. The moment you open your mouth, everybody will know. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm known to be a little weird in my neighborhood. Alright. But I'm the only guy who goes around and telling them Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. We'll, we'll do good. Meanwhile, all of them are talking about the news. Saying, oh, it is spreading around. We got news that there's, some, there's a fresh case in the next layout. There's two of them there. They're isolated. I said, hell, Jesus is coming soon. <laughs> Jesus is coming soon. And they think I'm weird because of that. 
Somebody is building a house, I tell them, well, Jesus is coming soon. Ah, let him come. Let me, let me finish building this house first. Let me finish this house first. I'm like, all right. You open your mouth, we know what you believe in. What you are acting upon. You want a house, it's a good thing. But what is greater? Jesus is coming soon. Hallelujah. We have an air bubble agreement with heaven. Like India right now, because of the travel restrictions, the government has air bubble agreement with other countries. Only if you have that kind of agreement, you can fly from this country to the other one. Like India has agreement with US, UK, Germany, France. So you can travel to these countries. Not to any other countries. So we have an air bubble agreement with heaven. I mean, we will definitely be going there. It's like in the clouds. It's coming. Hallelujah. So that's what we believe. That's what we speak. And our actions depict that. The first action to your faith is your speaking. What you say. You open your mouth, people will know what you believe. Hallelujah. You go to the doctor. You feel normal. You go to the doctor, you do a blood report. You look at it and say, oh, your BP seems high. The sugar level is high. So he gives you a new name. Diabetic. You come home. You believe the report. You tell your wife. Doctor said, I am diabetic. The, the problem is, you use the name of God in vain there. Said, I am diabetic. <laughs> Don't call God diabetic. I am healed. That's the nature of God. That's what He gives. I am rich. I am prosperous. That's the nature of God. The doctor's report is a result of the law of sin and death. But you don't operate in that law. You operate in the higher law. The law of liberty. Hey, I'm free. <laughs> I am healed by his stripes. That's what I operate upon. That's what you speak. Hallelujah. And you act on it. When I had the accident in 2014, I could barely move. My shoulders were, were fractured and it was dislocated. They put the, the screws and the springs in there and you are tied up like this. You can't lie down. You, you lie down, it pains because your shoulder moves backward. The doctor said, I'll take three years to get full mobility. And uh, you can't lie down, you can't sit properly, you can't eat properly, you can't go to the toilet properly. So what do you do? You have to be poetic about it now. <laughs> be creative. So instead of believing the doctor's report, I could only sit down like this on, on the chair. You, I took printouts of the healing scriptures, kept it on the floor, read it, doze off, wake up, move it with my leg, look at it, read it, then move it. In three months, I had full mobility. Hallelujah. I had to choose. I had to choose. Either believe what the doctor said, three months full of physiotherapy, this therapy, that therapy, 
and continuous pain medications. I'm like, man, that's not the report that I believe in. Hallelujah. You had to be creative with the word right now. And you had to start moving. Hallelujah. You believe. Scripture Hebrews 12 2 says, Let the hands lift up the hands that are down. You have to lift up. So I could barely lift. I started. Ah, ah, ah. You had to slowly start lifting. Slowly start lifting. The more you work on it, the more you become free. Hallelujah. It's the law of liberty. It frees you up. I said, no, it's got to make me free. Free movement. Free movement. The law of spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free. I'm not tied down like this. I'm being free. I'm healed. Brand new shoulders. I will lift up my holy hands to praise God. Three months, I was done. I'm done with it. No more in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Unless you act on it, it's not going to work. You need to start acting. Be creative about it. Don't yield to what the circumstance says. No. No. You don't yield to it. There was a time when we moved here, it was a little, we were a little constrained in our finances. I mean, you've resigned your job, all your savings have gone out, and then, well, you've moved into a new house. It's like, man, it's tight. And then the time to pay the rent has come and you pass the date, you are not able to do it, and you don't have enough to take care of the family, then at that moment, the note bandi also happened. So you're like, man, you need to start believing. Either you believe this, or you don't believe. Either you're acting on what you read, or you're acting on something else. So we had to make a decision. We said, no, we're going to continue to type. We're going to continue to give. And we continued. And that was the only time we missed our rent. That was the only time the payment was pending. God has been faithful. His word has been working. Man, we've never missed a payment. Not anywhere. Hallelujah. It's working. My parents wonder, how is this guy doing? What is he doing? Whom is he cheating? They wonder. My dad himself looked at me and said, tell me, how do you manage? I said, God provides. Hallelujah. Where does it come from? From this. You become poetic about it, it works for you. Hallelujah. You become poetic, you become creative about the word. Find, find places to sow. Believe. Make sure you give the tithes. Why? It's a command. It's a word. Today morning, uh, as I was just about to uh, send my tithe, I got a message from somebody saying, no, tithe is under the Old Testament. It's not in the New Testament. I'm like, man, that's not what I believe. Scripture says here in the New Testament, mortal men receive. Give tithe and there he receives it. Hallelujah. You give... You believe God, you obey the word, you be creative about it. You will be blessed. You cannot escape that. You cannot escape that. There are a lot of other teachings out there, but what are you hearing? What are you hearing? I mean, like I said before, there's a, there's a frenzy among believers. 
What did this man of God say? What did that man of God say? Especially when there are problems. Or especially in the beginning of the year. They run behind all kinds of prophecies. When as soon as COVID-19 came, they are running behind prophecies again. What does this man prophesy? What did this man prophesy? Hello, what did you receive? In the church where God planted you, what did you hear? That was God speaking to you where he planted you. I mean, a tree does not suck nutrients from the neighboring tree. No, it sucks nutrients where it is planted. Yes or no? That's where it gets its nutrients. That's the place where it sucks the water from. Not from the neighbor's backyard. No. Where you're planted, God speaks to you there through the appointed authority. And, God, and it's your responsibility to hear it, keep looking at it, act on it. And then you shall be blessed. You bear fruit. If you don't bear fruit, there is something called pruning. And pruning is a painful process. Both for the tree and for the person pruning it. Hallelujah. It's a choice. It's a choice. Jude said you have to contend for the faith. You have to contend. That means you have to fight like two wrestlers fighting about some things. For the prize. Yeah, that's Jude uh, verse 3 I think. Jude 1 verse 3. You have to contend about the faith. Is it there? Yeah. Beloved, while I was giving all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Look at that. It's so clear. He said, my objective was to write to you about salvation. That was my original plan. But now something else has come up. I must tell you, you have to contend for your faith. You have to fight for the faith, the right teachings, the right doctrines. And when was this written? 2000 years ago. Who was Jude? Jesus' half-brother. They, say, they, they, they had the same mom. Hallelujah. He is telling you, you need to fight for the faith. Because the next verse says false doctrines and false teachers have come up. Those things are there. They try to deviate you from the path that God appointed you to be in. So you need to make sure, man, every day I fight. Fight the good fight. What fight is it? It's called the fight of faith. Because you know the end from the beginning. You know the end. So Jesus is coming soon. I've already won the victory. He has won victory over spiritual death, physical death and eternal death. Death has lost its power over me. I've already won. I'm seated at the right hand of God the Father in the heavenly places, blessed with every blessing in heavenly places. Man, that's who I am. And I am surely going to go up when He comes in the clouds. And I'll be there with Him forever. I'm going to rule and reign with Christ. See, that's my end. I know the end from the beginning. So you, so you don't have to worry about it. But you still have to stand. You have to stand your ground. This is what I believe in. I don't care what other people say. This is what I believe. Hallelujah. You have to fight for it. Hebrews uh, 10, last verse. We'll look at that. 
Hebrews chapter 10, let's look at verse 23. Hebrews 10, 23. Can we put that? Yeah. Let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful who promised. You have to hold fast to something. The word hold fast means... How can I show it? Uh, brother, can you come here for a moment? Just for a moment. Do you mind to lie down? Yeah. So sorry. Just no, lie down other way. Face down. Face down. Sorry. Hold fast. Yeah, we got the camera there. Hold fast means this. Push something down. Don't let it leave your grip. Sorry, brother. <laughs> Just an illustration. I have nothing against him. I love him. So you're holding something down so much that he can't move. Sorry, brother. Thank you. That is hold fast. As if your life depended upon it. That's what hold fast means. Hold fast your profession. The word profession is an incorrect translation. It means to sing along. To say the same thing. Says your confession. What are you saying? Means you are saying profession. It's the same word. It's the word homologia. Homo means same. Logia means words. That you, no matter what happens, your words don't change. You are holding fast to the same words that you heard. And you are speaking the same words. Without wavering. Wavering means to be pushed around. Like you see the, the tent, if you've, if you've seen tents, the moment you remove the peg, what happens to that? that it, the whole thing just bends towards one side. That's the meaning of that word, wavering. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to hold it fast down. As long as the, the, the peg is inserted in the ground, holding it fast, the, the tent remains up. The moment you remove it, man, it goes. It wavers. That's what it says. Hold fast to the confession of your faith. Hallelujah. Without wavering. We're supposed to do that. Because things around us are trying to fill our heads, our mind, our soul with all kinds of junk. Especially in these last days. Jesus is coming soon. You believe it or not, Scripture says it is appointed for man once to die and then judgment. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming. We will have our judgment. You like it or not. So, you might as well bear fruit when you're on the earth. Hallelujah. He expects fruit from each one of us. So, we have to contend for the faith. We have to make sure that we are holding fast to what we believe. To what we heard. To the words that we received. And we're going to stand our ground. And we're going to see our results. Hallelujah. You're blessed. Thank you so much, Pastor. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Praise the Lord Jesus. Well, that was awesome, right? Amen. Those are practical things. Hallelujah. Let's take communion. We do some crazy things to believe God. That's all we do. Amen. We take more communion, we take some more communion, and then we give again, and we take some more communion. Hallelujah. Thank you.
single offering if you like you give if you don't like to give don't give it's as simple as that how many uh, communions do you take two i need more communion <laughs> single offering if you like if you don't like don't give simple we'll see whether god can work or not we make it hard for god as hard as possible we are not going to beg we're not going to force we're not going to push let me see what you will do if you t- told me to come from africa to this place you will do it he did not send me to kerala he did not send me to tirunamul he sent me <laughs> to nama bengaluru for what he knows he knows what i'm doing here he knows who needs to hear this are you getting this he'll take care right he's taking care we'll see we'll see about it if he is the one who called us here he will take care of us and he has taken care of us happily like a song you know what i told him before the covid if you want me to leave my house you tell me i'll leave i told him i told my wife we prayed 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 i said are you ready if we have to leave this house are you ready she said sure i'll walk like this she said i said lord if you say go we will leave till today i left it open like if you tell us to leave we will leave till today he has not told us to leave he has paid our rent he has taken care of us coolly that jalopy there is going like a whistle you know what jalopy means something with four wheels it's going so coolly my bike is going coolly everything is going coolly <laughs> amen so let's take communion hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah 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 we're so grateful sincerely honestly truly lord we speak before you we have nothing hidden in our hearts we love you we are grateful that you paid for us we are grateful that you shed your blood and gave it all for us and it's not about us it's about looking through us to affect others we are so grateful for every pine every single care you have shown for us till today how you've healed our bodies taken care of our families we are grateful and the remaining months lord we look to you every month every week we look to you every day we look to you you are our source you are our healer you are our provider you are the god who lifts us up you are our honor you are our gaurav you are our lifter we worship you father thank you that you have made us kings not beggars thank you that you made us priests not paupers we are royal priesthood because of your blood because of your sacrifice today we eat and drink receiving nothing less than god's best god's best in jesus name amen let's eat and drink thank you jesus Hallelujah 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 Glory to God glory to God glory to God Hallelujah Hallelujah Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus
I want you to know that you have problems. I also have problems. We all go through problems, different levels of problems. The answer is the same thing. God's word, God's spirit, prayer, nothing else. And it's working. It's working in India. It's working in Bangalore. Amen? So if you want to be a giver, have children. If you are not planning to give, don't have children. Children is for giving and giving and giving and giving, even if you don't get anything back. Are you getting this? That is what you have to plan. In fact, marriage is the same thing. She knows, I know. Same thing. Unless you are planning to give and give and give, don't get married, my brother. Don't get married, my sister. Just forget about it. Stay at home. Enjoy everything you can. Because if you want to give, then get married. You don't want to give, forget it. Praise God. Did you get anything? Amen. Is it time to give now? Let's give. Let's give in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. I'm blessed in my giving and I'm blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Oh, Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. Abraham's blessings are mine. Hallelujah. I'm blessed in my giving and I'm blessed in receiving. Abraham's blessings are mine. Oh, la brisse le borianda la vaca shanda. Oh, rombre dienda la banda razendere biriante. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Elo kondo robasi tere baraganda. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, shere marabanda la baranda la vaca seriante. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Is there anybody here who has uh, been suffering with a pain here? I don't know whether it is a liver, whatever it is, this side. If there's anyone like that, let the mercy of God reach you and heal you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Abba Father. We're grateful for this church. We're grateful for these families. We're so grateful for everyone that's been a part who has stood with us all these years. May they receive your increase. May they receive your benefits in this day, in this hour. Nothing less than God's best. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for bearing with us. You are blessed.